from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. And the, uh, the elder woman, uh, Pamela Boyd, had received so many calls about our presence, like curious as to what are these people doing here? There's some details, there's maybe some architecture, you see uh, maybe the brick walkway. How do you decide which photos end up representing what you guys saw that day? It's definitely created a, a, a different impression than if I had just read about those. I'm Sarah Fenske. Nine years ago, Jason Gray drew up a plan. He wanted to bring photographers together to document all 79 of the city's neighborhoods. He called it Photo Flood St. Louis. Now, a nine-year plan might seem pretty ambitious for a group that did not yet exist, but Jason Gray was clearly onto something. This month, Photo Flood St. Louis officially completed that nine-year plan. They shot all 79 city neighborhoods and a few regional ones to boot. And in that time, they went from one man with a dream to 610 photographers, both amateur and professional. It's quite an achievement, and it's a very cool story. And joining us today to tell it is Jason Gray. He's the founder of Photo Flood St. Louis. So, Jason, welcome. Thanks, Sarah. (laughs) So take us back to the beginning nine years ago. Where did the idea to flood St. Louis with photos came from? Well, it it came about after I moved back to St. Louis, having been in Chicago for about 10 years. Uh, And this time... uh, I brought my wife with me, and uh, I was showing her around the area, and we wound up in Grafton, Illinois, um, during a, a motorcycle parade of some sort. And I thought it'd be really fascinating to see, you know, this event taking place from multiple angles at once. And uh, that sort of was the gel behind um, Photo Flood St. Louis. So how do you go from, we're going to shoot this, these motorcyclists in Grafton from different angles to, you know what, we need to hit all 79 St. Louis city neighborhoods from different angles. Yeah, I think um, part of it was finding my place in the city again. So having been gone for such a long period of time, um, there was so much of the city that you know was familiar, but was um, also unfamiliar. Uh, and so I wanted to, to find where I fit in that matrix again and um, you know, sort of see some of the things I didn't know and um, and share that with, with people around the area. So when you drew that up, when you talk about a photo flood, what does a photo flood look like? Yeah. So uh, a photo flood is a, uh, it's a two-hour event where we have a group of photographers go into a neighborhood. Uh, and then for two hours, they wander around the neighborhood under, uh, you know, no prescribed path and photograph what they see and you know, talk to the people that they meet and learn about the neighborhood firsthand. And so are these photographers who are doing this, are they typically just going off on their own? They, they show up at the neighborhood, they're going to shoot what they shoot. They're not necessarily hanging out buddy-buddy with the other photographers. Right, yeah. Uh, there are groups that kind of go out uh, together, uh, and then there are people that walk alone. Uh, so it's a full gamut um, of folks that come out to the photo floods. And so the way this ended up working out is you brought people together. I understand you started with a couple people that, mm-hmm. that you knew. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So I started with five photographers originally, uh, and they were all photographers that I knew. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we photographed downtown St. Louis, which is probably the best place to start if you're going to photograph the city of St. Louis. And uh, it's just grown from there. And so you started photographing downtown. At this point, did you already have that nine-year plan drawn up of what you were going to do when? I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this just seems so presumptuous. I, I, I keep getting stopped by your hubris here. Like, right. who has a nine-year plan before you even get started? But 
yeah. you kind of wanted to do things methodically. I did, yeah. Yeah, I saw, uh, you know, a potential for uh, an organization in St. Louis that could assist photographers with networking and getting to know one another uh, that would have the, the additional capacity to, you know, explain some of the story of St. Louis. And uh, that's really, you know, part of the the reason why this had such a grand plan in the beginning was that I, I saw an opportunity. And were you coming in, uh, would you consider yourself a professional photographer at that point? Yeah, yeah. I, I was doing a wedding and portrait photography in, in Chicago, and I moved that business to St. Louis. Uh, soon after, I started working at the St. Louis Art Museum and uh, became the manager of their photo studio there. And um, it was during that time that I... I created this idea. So you set out for downtown. On that first one, you only had five. I imagine mm. downtown's a pretty well-photographed neighborhood. Did yeah. the residents even realize, like, they'd been flooded? Not really. Yeah. There's hard to tell who's, uh, you know, who's out there to photograph the neighborhood and who's just in the neighborhood. I imagine that's been totally different with some other neighborhoods, and especially as the size of your group has grown. I mean, yeah. when you guys show up at some of these neighborhoods and there's a whole bunch of you, have people been wondering, what's up? Why are you here in my neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and that, you know, the reaction to that runs the full scale of what you might expect. Um, last year, we were photographing Walnut Park East and West, uh, and so we, we photographed- And this is in North St. Louis? In North St. Louis, yeah. So we photographed uh, one neighborhood one month and then came back and photographed the next neighborhood the next month. And the uh, the older woman, uh, Pamela Boyd, had received so many calls about our presence, like curious as to what are these people doing here taking pictures, um, that she came out uh, to, to investigate. And we ended up having a great conversation, and I had the opportunity to interview her as part of that. So, so that ended up being a very positive interaction. Have mm -hmm. you ever showed up and you find people are like, hey, get out. Like, yeah. this isn't wanted. Yeah, sometimes. Um, there have been a couple of occasions where, you know, people have yelled things uh, as we're walking, but no real uh, negative interactions uh, over the 10 years, roughly, that we've That's been doing. That's great. So, yeah. And I got to say, looking at these photos, and I want to encourage people to check out these photos. This is just a wonderful chronicle of the city. You can go to photofloodstl.org. If you spend just a little time browsing around the site, there's a map, and you can click on any one of these neighborhoods. And now that this project is complete, the nine-year plan <laughs> has been achieved. You can click on any of them, and you can see the work that they've done. Some of my favorite images looking at this are the images of people, mm -hmm. like just random residents of neighborhoods out and about doing their thing, in some cases even looking out of windows. Yeah. Um, do you ever have people who are, you can just tell they don't want to be photographed? I mean, how do you deal with that? Yeah. I, I mean, we're sensitive to that. Um, so if, if someone really doesn't want to be photographed, we don't take their picture. And there's usually an interaction. Um, so most of the group isn't shooting with long telephoto lenses. People at a distance have no idea they're being photographed. Uh, in fact, most of our photographers are, are in the proximity of the person being photographed, and there's generally an interaction. And after the fact, do you ever find people going, hey, I, I'd love to get a copy of this photo? Sure, yeah. And, and we've learned things about some of the people that we photographed after the fact. Um, someone contacted uh, me through social media uh, after we posted an image of an individual that I photographed in the Hill neighborhood. Uh, and it was a, a relative, so I was able to learn a little bit about, you know, what this figure did uh, for a living and, you know, what impact he had on the people that he loved. So this website you've put together, it's not just the photos. You're also weaving in a narrative that includes some history of the neighborhood, gives some impressions of, of what it was like to be there that day. It's really some lovely writing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, that's you doing that writing. It is, yeah. yeah. And, and was that part of the idea from the beginning? Uh, it was uh, to do the writing. The writing was... Um, 
uh, there was a bit of an evolution. So when I, the very first photo flood, I didn't have the idea yet of um, writing a full history of the neighborhood that came about after photo flood two or three, I forget which one. Um, but since then, it's been a part of the process. And where do you, what kind of uh, things do you draw on as you're coming up with this history? There's just, there's a lot of sources you can't trust when it comes to local history, I find. Yeah, yeah, you try and vet sources and then, you know, uh, have multiple sources. So reading a lot of uh, the various books that are out there, visiting the library, um, checking, you know, some reliable websites online, that sort of thing. So part of what I find myself wondering, looking at, again, it's photofloodstl.org, is you don't do a flood of a million photos. In these narratives, you're sort of choosing some that, that give a sense. There's some details. There's maybe some architecture. You see uh, maybe the brick walkway. How do you decide which photos end up representing what you guys saw that day? Yeah, some of our floods have uh, over a thousand images um, produced um, and only 20 wind up in the associated article. So we have a a judging team that consists of of myself and then uh, two guest judges that pick the top 20 that wind up in the in in the at the actual post. Okay. And was that necessary at the beginning to have these judges? I imagine as the group's grown, you've had to figure out some of these things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The judging uh, component wasn't fully flushed out at the beginning. Uh, and in fact, there's an, uh, an award component to the, the whole activity at the end of the year. Um, and we've partnered with, um, you know, different organizations around the city that provide like gifts to our members as part of the award process. And so the award um, is for best photo of the year? Or? So it's, um, it's generally a person who's won the most floods uh, or um, like uh, photo flood member favorites. Um, so people who attend the most. So there are a few different awards. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is this is really an organized thing. Was that yeah. also part of the vision from the beginning? Um, the award process came in the second year, so not a part of the beginning. So really, just um, in the beginning, it was the the general concept and the um, you know the the full <laughs> schedule of of nine years of photo floods. I actually want to go to the phone lines. Uh, Dick is calling from the Central West End. Uh, Dick, hi. You're on St. Louis on the Air. Thanks, uh, and uh, kudos to, to you and your colleagues for uh, launching this uh, effort. And, and it reminds me of something uh, with which I was involved when I lived in Denver. We hosted uh, Rick Smolin and his team at Day in the Life of America uh, that kind of parallels uh, for uh, the nation what it seems that you have been doing. Uh, are you at all familiar with Rick's work or with Day in the Life of America? Uh, I'm not familiar with that, but I'll definitely check it out. Uh, it sounds interesting, though. Yeah, Dick, thank it, you for that call. It's uh, it's interesting to hear. I feel like there's some other kind of similar projects people have done in other cities, and yet sort of the particulars of this are unique to St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I've, I've um, since founding the organization, I've found you know, other other groups um, across the country that have done somewhat similar things. So I don't think anyone's gone neighborhood by neighborhood that I'm aware of yet. <laughs> we do need to take a quick break. We'll be back shortly to continue this conversation with Jason. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio.
Welcome back. Our guest today is Jason Gray, the founder of Photo Flood St. Louis. After nine years, they've completed the plan that Jason put together to photograph all 79 St. Louis neighborhoods. Uh, You can see their work at photofloodstl.org. Jason, the 79th neighborhood that you visited, that was the West End, um, and you did that this spring. What was it like to cross that final one off the list? Um, It was, uh, you know, it it felt like a good accomplishment. Um, It came at the end of us catching up after the the break of COVID. Uh, so we were photographing more than just one a month. We were photographing two photo floods a month, which was a busy schedule. <clears throat> and so the West End was the, the final flood in that schedule that we, we had to do in the final flood of the, the 79 neighborhoods to complete. And the photos that came out of that are among my favorite of the mm-hmm. whole project. Did you have an extra number of people turn out because this was the last one? Yeah, we had around 30 people come wow. out for that one. Um, so, in, in including some original photo flutters from the photo flood one. So it was a nice kind of, uh, you know, finish to the project in a way. And it really wasn't the finish finish because mm-hmm. then you went back to downtown. This was nine years after this project began. Had a lot changed in that time? Actually, uh, a little bit, yeah. So um, there was uh, a few opportunities to photograph what we had photographed before in photo flood one. And it's interesting to see the effect of nine years on those locations. Um, and, you know, the, the city has grown in that time, so it's also positive to see the, you know, where it's, where it's grown and where it's developed. So that change, the change you've seen in the nine years you're working on this project, there's a lot of debate. Is St. Louis on the upswing? Are things getting worse? Mm-hmm. Are we losing people? What are we doing? What's your sense of that after spending nine years kind of boots on the ground? Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, going back to as far as I can remember uh, in my experience in St. Louis, St. Louis is definitely a much better place now than it was, um, you know, when I was a kid. Uh, It's more vibrant. There are more opportunities for uh, people to express themselves. It's a more equitable city. And uh, I definitely think we're on the right track toward uh, mm-hmm. where we need to be. So, so many of us just never get out of the couple neighborhoods we know really well. Mm-hmm. Now you've seen all of them. Is there one you'd point to where you'd say, you know what, this neighborhood was such a pleasant surprise? Yeah, there have been uh, quite a few of those, actually. Um, West End was, uh, for instance, a surprise for many of our members who had never uh, been to the neighborhood or knew that those uh, those homes existed. I mean, beautiful yeah. old mansions there. Really beautiful, yeah. Um, North Point is another one uh, on the far north side of St. Louis that uh, I don't think a lot of people expect to find uh, this kind of like quaint, quaint intact suburban uh, style community uh, existing on the borders of, of North St. Louis. Uh, and we've, we've embraced those kind of uh, opportunities to teach people that, you know, there are these, uh, these neighborhoods in, in all areas around St. Louis that uh, you may not realize exist there. Yeah, I mean, do you think more of us would feel that sense of positivity you feel about mm-hmm. the city these days if we were getting out of our own backyard and, and maybe actually seeing all the options? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, the opportunity to walk around and meet people in their own neighborhoods and learn about the, you know, their experiences directly from them in, you know, just outside of their homes. Uh, it's definitely created a, a, a different impression than if I had just read about those. Hmm. So you've got that. I mean, the journey has mm-hmm. been such a, a wonderful thing. At the same time, you've also kind of like, you've reached this destination. You charted out this plan, so ambitious. Mm-hmm. You've finished this plan. You wrote this on your personal Facebook page. Nine years ago, we started with just five photographers, and today we have over 600 members. Neither of my kids have known a world without Photo Flood St. Louis. And it was mm-hmm. it made me realize it's not just that you pressed on with this nine-year plan throughout COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, you've gotten a different job 
during that time. You've had a family. When you look back on where you were nine years ago, did that Jason Gray have any idea what this Jason Gray was going to go through in the course of this nine-year plan that, that you put together? Yeah, I don't think so. That's uh, He may not have created photo flood if that was the case. Um, it was uh, certainly a lot of effort um, to, you know, to raise a family and to um, kind of stabilize my career and find uh, the, my path in terms of my career at the same time of, of developing an organization with so many photographers and so many interests involved. Um, so, but it was a challenge uh, well worth taking. You I feel think. like it's been a net positive in your life? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yep. So I got to ask that then. I mean, you finished this nine-year plan and this is like an annual cycle, right? So mm-hmm. August is kind of the month where you can say, check. Right. So what comes next for, for Photo Flood St. Louis? Yeah. So um, for the, the next year coming up, we uh, we essentially asked our members, where would you like to go and photograph? So because our, our membership is is so large now, and it wasn't originally, there are a lot of members that, are, that have never been to some of the neighborhoods. So it's an opportunity to revisit some of the places we've been to, as well as add a few additional outlying communities to kind of tell the fuller picture of the history of the St. Louis region. So is that the plan then? You're going to go back and I know downtown was first, but Mm -hmm. you'll go get that one that was second nine years ago. Um, We won't follow the exact schedule over again. Um, We will formulate a new schedule as the plan. Uh, but this first year is, is definitely determined by the members. And have you thought about how you're going to deal with the website? I mean, it's such a nice artifact mm-hmm. of the last nine years. Are you going to preserve it as it is in its pristine condition? Or are you going to continue to add to it? Um, we definitely want to do some things to help try and preserve it for as long as uh, it's feasible to do so. If, you know, photo flood weren't, weren't to someday not be a thing. Um, but we also have an archive of over 75,000 images. Um, Whoa. That we, yeah. That's yeah. more than just the award winners that got chosen for these narratives. Right, exactly, yeah. So what you see on Photo Flood St. Louis on the website uh, is actually only scratching the surface at the images that have been photographed over the time. So what are you going to do with all that? So we'd like to find a home for it. Um, you know, there are a couple of uh, organizations around town that may be interested, uh, but we, we haven't cross that line yet. So Interesting. Yeah. So you're kind of exploring. It sounds like now that you've finished the nine-year plan, there's any number of plans that could come out from this. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. We're taking, um, I have a bigger uh, team that's helping me run it now. So there are uh, other people involved. They're helping me make decisions. And uh, it's always been a collaborative process with the members so they could uh, tell us what they would like to see happen and where they'd like us to go and what they'd like us to do with the images. So I imagine a number of people listening to this today are like, wow, this sounds fun. I might like to get in on this. With 600 plus members, are you still open to adding more? Sure. Yeah. You could find us on uh, Facebook. That's the easiest way to join up. Um, We we have a group and a public facing page. You can email either. Get started. Okay. So Photo Flood St. Louis, still looking for new members. I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention one cool thing that has come out of this is you actually have a gallery show coming up, and this is showing some of your work that you've shot over this nine years? Yeah, definitely. I think um, Photo Flood has made this work possible in a lot of ways uh, because of the organizational aspects of going to all 79 neighborhoods. Uh, the the work is about um, sort of my relationship to the city. So it's the places I've been, the places that I photographed, and uh, where I kind of fit in that, in the process of change that kind of underscores uh, the city's growth. 
Uh, and definitely Photo Flood is a big part of getting that. Well, so we want to encourage people to check out this show. This opens August 30th. It's called Jason Gray Mound City Chronicle. That's going to take place at the Contemporary Gallery at St. Louis Community College Forest Park. Um, that runs through September 30th. You can get more info on that show at stlonair.show. Again, that's Jason Gray Mound City Chronicle. We also do want to encourage people, you've got to check out photofloodstl.org if you haven't seen this yet. These photos may make you feel about St. Louis the same way Jason Gray feels about St. Louis. <laughs> so Jason Gray, founder of Photo Flood St. Louis, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and, and sharing about this project. Yes, thank you. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. If you learned something new from today's episode, consider leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the easiest way to help people discover our show. We appreciate it. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at choosewood.com.